This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to get to visit with Jamie Nelson. Jamie is the Chief Information Officer of HSS, originally known as the Hospital for Specialty Surgery. HSS is, is sort of the top-ranked U.S. News and World Report orthopedic hospital now for, I think, musculoskeletal for 12 years in a row throughout the entire country, which is an amazing honor. Uh, Jamie's a big part of that in leading the information side of that, the CIO role. Jamie, can you take a moment and tell us about yourself and about HSS? Sure, Scott. Thanks so much for having me today. Um, and I'm really proud to be at HSS. I'm in my 10th year. Um, I have watched our organization double in size in the 10 years I've been there. Um, it's just been a fantastic trajectory. Um, and HSS, you know, the top, as you mentioned, orthopedic hospital in the U.S., I'll say the world, but we'll stick with U.S. for now, um, is grown organically, which is really uh, an unbelievable thing. And I've really been privileged to watch IT grow with the hospital um, because I'm not sure the hospital could do a lot of what's doing clinically and operationally without the firm IT foundation underneath it. So the two have grown together and it's um, it's just fantastic to be there. I've been in this business for 30 plus years, um, always in healthcare and um, for most of those years in healthcare IT. So this is just a, you know, a great place to be at, at this, uh, at this juncture um, with, with all that's going on. And take a moment on first the evolution of, IT and the role of CIO in health systems. Talk a bit about how that's changed so much over the last 15 to 20 years. And then we'd love to talk a little bit about the transformation or the organic growth of HSS, HSS itself too. But the sort of role in changing priorities and how the CIO works. Well, you know, meaningful use, I think, was that watershed for all of us, um, uh, where we really had to make sure that IT almost became a regulatory requirement. Um, and that really helped propel IT forward and the investments in IT. And then also um, putting IT uh, executives in the C-suite. Um, I think IT has really been, um, has evolved as a strategic enabler of clinical and organizational um, imperatives uh, over over these 15 years. And we have to be at the table, um, at the strategy table, at the executive operating table um, to really make sure that IT is helping to advance the organization no matter which direction um, a healthcare system is going. And I've been very fortunate at HSS to be um, at the very highest um, senior executive level um, in our CIO's office, our CEO's council. So that's really helped me to make sure what IT is doing um, is really supportive of, of the organization's goals. And, and talk about how that's changed over the years from CIO used to be on the different floor to a different spot to now it's really, it, an absolute core part of the C-suite team and leadership team of all health systems. I mean, talk about sort of that evolution over a period of time. Well, you know, you see in, in who are CIOs. In the old days, the CIO was the DP director, data processing director, who eventually, you know, moved up through the ranks. You know, at this point, I'm, I'm a hospital administrator. I have an MBA in healthcare. I don't have a technology uh, background. CIOs are physicians. CIOs are other clinicians. Um, other business people like myself who fell into the role. So I think that um, having the ability to look at the organization um, as a whole, to understand the operations of various departments, to understand finance, to be able to speak to a board, to be able to present to the audit committee, 
you know, those are skills that CIOs have needed to have. So it's really much more an organizational executive role um, than it is a manager of technology. Uh, so you can't really manage technology well without really understanding the organization and how things work clinically, operational, fun operationally, financially. So I think that CIOs roles have evolved because the requirements um, of the organization and needing a technology leader who understands what's going on <laughs> in the operating rooms, on the patient floors, in the physician offices is critical. But your point is well taken. If I went back 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 75% of CIOs might have been people that started with a deep tech background, uh, either keeping the, the computers running or data science or something of that sort. Now I'd say 66 to 75% start the other way, not as tech people, but as, as C-suite business leaders uh, that understand that tech and making sure that the system is doing what it has to do on the tech side is critical. But they don't necessarily start as tech domain experts. It really is a fascinating transformation that I became more and more familiar with over the last several years. Talk a little bit about the CIO's role in two things. One, the, the role through COVID, which is still obviously surging. Uh, and second, ESU, he had, you know, Florida and some international operations and so forth. The importance of the CIO's role and how that changes your role as CIO as you grow into other places. Uh, well, COVID, having um, a hospital administration background was really helpful because, you know, it was all hands on deck. And at HSS, um, you know, we're an elective orthopedic hospital. Now, I, I, elective, I've seen uh, recently in the press that really have to think about the term elective because elective means not emergency. So, you know, orthopedic surgery is very important, um, but during the uh, during the pandemic, we did have to suspend um, most of our surgeries to help the city deal with the, the unbelievable number of ex very sick COVID patients. And we actually rebuilt a number of our operating rooms at HSS, turned them into ICUs, and took um, very critically ill COVID patients on ventilators. So we made a huge change. And my, uh, as, a, as a leader of IT, number one, I was on, on campus. I felt that if my staff was on campus, because we had desktop staff, network staff, helping to do this construction and getting these ICUs set up, my opinion was if they're on on campus, I'm on campus. So I was there, I was um, able to lead, you know, from the front lines, not from the back lines. And I was in very senior discussions with the rest of the hospital leadership figuring out how we were going to pull this off and what we were going to do. So I think um, for those of us who, who could also wear a hospital administrative hat and, and help think through much larger picture things, it was probably very uh, important. And um, even now, through COVID, through, um, you know, what's happening with our, our staff, health, their families, the overall economy, thinking through vaccine mandates and how we're going to implement those, thinking about return to office um, for some uh, workers who have been remote, you know, having that larger skill set and the leadership skills and the um, overall management skills, I think is really helping as we work through these challenges that nobody anticipated. 100%. And, and take a moment on what are you most focused on and excited about this year? Where, where do you see yourself this year? What, what do you have yourself most focused on and excited about this year? 
Well, you know, those, those, those things I just talked about, COVID in, in general, um, vaccine mandate, return to office, the fact that we are able to execute on some pretty exciting things this year with, with that as the backdrop, I think is a testament to, you know, our teams and, and what we're able to, to accomplish. So two really interesting things that I, I'm very excited about. Um, one is digital imaging. This year we went live with um, digital pathology and we were the first in the country, Scott, to do um, digital pathology at a diagno diagnosis level. So um, we worked with our partner Sectra in, with their imaging system, um, Leica scanners and Epic Beaker. We're the only hospital in the country that has all of those working in, a, in an integrated fashion. And our pathologists are actually doing diagnosis on these images on the screen, not in front of a microscope. And um, that's a that's a really amazing step forward, very innovative. Um, so we're really excited about that. And and I think from a clinical perspective, the fact that the surgeons can be online, the pathologists online, they can watch, you know, in two different locations, look at the same thing together, that we can line up our PACS images with our pathology images on the same screen and really understand the, the you know, the interplay between the, the two different um uh, modalities is just incredible. So doing that in the middle of COVID is, is so exciting. We've actually just uh, put in our application for a HIMSS uh, digital imaging adoption model, an another. <laughs> so we'll see what, they, what comes back. So that's really um, an exciting clinical project that we've um, undertaken this year and we're very proud about. Um, another thing that we're working on is an ERP selection. I'm sure many of my serial colleagues are starting to look at this as well because we're also focused on clinical for so many years. Um, all the ERP solutions now are in the cloud and, and um, so this is an important project for us. And you, know, you think our last ERP we've had for over 20 years. So you know, we're looking at the new ERP in the cloud as something that's gonna be um, a part of our organization for a long time. So we're really doing a thoughtful analysis of our business requirements, what we want to transform, who the best vendors are. So that's another um, really exciting initiative for this year. Um, and then, of course, we have a lot going on in digital space, telehealth, uh, a new really uh, great app that's going to help us you know, reach consumers and patients um, and, and the support behind that. Uh, we have an AWS environment. We're doing agile project management. We have uh, developers you're hiring. So um, really, really exciting, you know, on, on all different fronts. And, and then just the normal <laughs> care of feeding, keeping our, our systems going. Uh, we're redoing our uh, data networks, both our wireless and our core infrastructure. So, you know, a lot going on. I, our T CTO was talking to me this morning and just talking about how we are just super busy all the time. In a magnificent CTO as well. It's really a magnificent system. Yes. I want to thank you, Jamie, uh, for taking the time to visit with us today. What a pleasure to get a chance to visit with you and great leadership from HHS, HSS, excuse me, uh, a magnificent system. And and I'll I'll take, um, you know, I didn't know if I'm supposed to say, I know 12 times in a row, number one musculoskeletal hospital in the country, whether that means in the world as well or how, we, how U.S. News and World ranks that. But either way, a magnificent, magnificent institution. And Jimmy, I want to thank you for joining us on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. What a pleasure to visit with you. Scott, thanks very much for taking the time to speak with me.